Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. And well, three. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead and with one. three, two, one. Welcome it's the to the hand motion. You can't see. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a do you have a do you have a, a stagnant like snap board from the 1940s oh, that says fuck. King Kong on it? No, I could emulate it though. Like, uh... yeah, perfect, perfect. Now I feel like starting. Yes, well, you're uh, you're tuning into Darwin's Family Crest with Derek and Jeremy. Um, this is the sixth one of these things that we've done already, isn't it? And we haven't even advertised yet. No. <laughs> when that happens, you motherfuckers are coming in throngs, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the people that I've talked to are thirsty, like you wouldn't believe as it is. So for real, it's crazy. It's crazy. I got people coming up to us at work talking about it, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. It it is a trip to have the the, the commoners, um, the people that are probably dead tired of our fucking voices by now. And they're like, you know, this shit is sharp. Oh, give me more. Yeah, and I'm digging it. Don't stop. It's, 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 he's just so deep with his voice. Oh, his rasp. I can't get enough. (laughs) And I swear, he's not hiding any speech impediment. The other guy, whatever. (laughs) He's just funny, witty. Oh, shit. What do you want to get into tonight, man? Uh, you know, actually, I got to start with something. Um, I, I, I just, and this is a, uh, this is on the on the on the verge of of being defamation of my own character because I've went on record here as saying that I do not like uh, the Avengers movies and that kind of thing. But I went back through, and I watched the first Iron Man movie last week, and I have a question for you because I know that's one of the few that you've seen. Yeah. Okay, so you know how Jeff Bridges is Tony Stark's uh, partner in, uh, yeah. in Stark Industries. Yeah. Is he wearing a ball cap or did he shave his head? Because if that is a ball cap, that may be the worst one I've ever seen. <laughs> and if that's his head. Uh, yeah, it's all jacked up. That thing's I, broken. I mean... I just, I mean, this thing looks like an outtake, like a deleted scene from the closer uh, video by Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's not looking good. It's bad. It's a it's a bad. Uh, either way, I no, I'm not. Look, this isn't a bit. I want an answer now. <laughs> I mean, like maybe not from you, but I think that's his head, yo. <laughs> well, look. Okay, so let's operate on premise, okay? If that is his head, he must have like he is he is Jehovah at this point, right? He has to be because he has grown that back out and it has every bit of the luster, every bit of the flow. I mean, (laughs) he is he is as he's as well seasoned as, you know, the best dish that you've ever had in your life. Oh, absolutely. And if that's a ball cap, shame on every other ball cap ever. Yeah, straight down. Yeah, yeah, straight down the bit. Because I already understand that that um, 
you know, he's supposed to be larger than life. I mean, I, I, I don't know if they, I mean, I, I don't know what, do they call what he commands in there? I mean, I, I, cause I think it's war machine. I think it's a war machine, right? Because he's so, like the war machine supposed to be the obvious, like, like anti iron man bit, you know, it's, like, it's basically the precursor to war machine. War machines pretty heavily in the second one, but it's a different guy. And it also goes from Terrence Howard to, uh, Don Cheadle, I think. Like, we're not going to notice one black guy for another. I mean, like, the the hue isn't even close at that no, point. No, man, they're not even regionally similar, you know? They're, they don't sound similar. It was, a, it was a weird choice. I think Terrence Howard decided he was done with it for whatever reason, probably Robert Downey Jr. or something, but who knows? I- I, look, I, I, for the life of me, I, I don't understand why they got someone to play such a lackey role in, in that, like Terrence Howard, because yeah. probably would have dried up pretty quickly on that, anyways. Man, we are, we are off on a roll, on a serious tangent with this, with this role. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe we're on a tangent with this role here. Uh, I love it. That's great, though. Um, but again, so yeah, I, again, bald cap or no bald cap. Uh, Jeff Bridges should not be bald. I think we should be operating on that premise going forward. Yeah. All right. Um, other premises that we should be operating on going forward. Um, uh, I, I'm not looking you in the face when I say this, um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm hiding behind um, uh, my notebook when I say, <laughs> motherfucker, you and I are old. Yeah. Old. Yes, we old. are. Old, old, old. And yep. uh, we're talking getting worse every day. Yeah, well, I, you know, and I I buy that, but I don't. I I think I think we're getting. I mean, I think we're getting better, but you know, inevitably, you, you know, the things that we're doing, I, I we're going to be measured by them more than more than what we've done. I think, yeah. I think the everyday makes more makes more who we are than than our um than what our lineage reads you know um but uh uh it, it makes me it makes me talk about and it makes me want to talk about um not something old but something dead uh and that's something we like to do here we like that latin language and we're not uh we're trying to we're we've put the paddles to another uh, another latin topic here and uh uh I think this one probably rolls off the tongue as good as any of them has so far. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about Ed Period Vidir. And uh, essentially that is live through this. And um, uh, like that whole album. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Was that the name of Was that the name of that album? Yeah. The one that Kurt wrote. I th- I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about a No Doubt album, but uh, wow. oh. yes, yes, that was with um, yeah, that that had that had uh, doll parts and uh, yep, and- Violet. Yeah. yeah, the only good whole album, the one that Kurt yeah. half wrote it. Yeah, um, I, and I, I, it makes you wonder. Go going back to the liner notes, uh, you know, maybe one more, you know, uh, one more mention, and uh, he might not have met the business end of that double barrel. Yeah, but or maybe maybe would have I don't know. Maybe, but I'm not convinced she didn't do it. But I'm also not convinced he didn't do it to himself to get away from her. So yeah, uh, and but let's it's, uh, let's get back to the topic at hand. 
Well, I mean, and that's, I mean, that's fair. I mean, like I said, through the four, you know, like through these 38 years I'm walking through, you know, um, I feel like this is going to be sort of an avant-garde sort of homage to, to Billy Joel. Uh, and with Paul, with apologies to him, I'm trying to start a fire because I want to, I want to start talking about some of this stuff here. Um, you know, uh, you know, starting right at 1980, you know, with Ronald Reagan uh, and then the hair bands and, uh, uh, you know, the back to the future, you know, like, like a lot of, lot, lot, lot of, uh, all the one, two, one and two, I think we're still in the eighties. Um, I think we got the, a little taste of Biff rated, rated 89. I think, am I right on that? I think, I think the first one actually was 1985, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I think, think so, because they kept alluding to 1985. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Um, and then, um, you know, again, if, if even if we're not talking about, um, you know, if we're not singling out hair bands, um, you know, you got you got your Quiet Right, you got your, you know, you got your, you got your Skid Row. Motherfucking um, rat. Yes, with the two T's. Yeah, they were garbage. Yeah, they were. They weren't great. They Some weren't. of them were like listenable. I wasn't a big hair metal guy, but no, rat, uh, rat, rat was trash. Yeah, um, I mean, I, you know, I could, I could get into like, you know, maybe you pull a handful or two out, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, poison sticks just because of being so close to, uh, uh, you know, to Mechanicsburg with, uh, with Brett Michaels and whatnot. Um, okay. I mean, not, not great, but I mean, you know, if, if we don't talk at least once, uh, whether it's baked goods or not, but, uh, if we don't talk about warrant and cherry pie, um, uh, you know, I feel like we'd be remiss and we'd miss out a big chunk of the eighties. Um, and the Corys, what about the Corys, you know, uh, favorite Corys movie, Feldman or Hain? Uh, probably lost boys, I guess. And it wasn't really them prevalently, but. It was just the best of them, I think. I, I don't I don't know if you're going to really be able to overrule that. I mean, I think that's a that's a majority minority kind of kind of kind of bid there. There's there's nothing wrong with that answer. Um, no, but I mean, if we're doing one or the other, you could always say Goonies because Goonies is like Feldman and fucking just God tier movie. I if if I was if I was going to argue against Corey Haim it's the Goonies is where I would go. I sort of expect you to go Goonies there. Yeah. Um, so my, like my retort was to not need to involve or endorse the lost boys just because it's, 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 it, it sells itself. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I, you know, again, like I said, I, I didn't, I, I didn't have a retort to that. And that's sort of, I guess, I don't know if that's Bush league for, for, uh, for, for something that, nah, um, nah. <laughs> You know. No, it's it's not a wrong answer. It's just not what you thought I was gonna say. For the record, uh, Back to the Future was eighty five, eighty nine, and ninety respectively. So. And so okay, yeah. So so we uh, we got uh, we got Biff in the sports betting right underneath the uh, the uh, the eighties decade. The Fresh uh, Prince wire, I'd call that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, boy, he made a lot of money though. He definitely did. Fucking right. Uh, you, you know, I, I, truthfully, uh, you know, I, you know, full disclosure here on Darwin's Family Crest, we've been we've been sort of kind of plotting out an idea of doing an a, a where are they now of, of people that really aren't missing but uh, aren't prevalent anymore. I would like <laughs> to know if is where the fuck has Biff been? I mean, let's let's get a, I mean, you know, uh, let's, 
shit, what's his last name? He does stand up now. He does stand up. Or he was before or something. He's still doing stand up last I knew. Tom something. Um, he sort of reminds me of like, you know, who Christian Finnegan is. He reminds yeah. me of like Chris Finnegan. If he like flat iron, like clothed his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously he'd be in his fifties now and God help me. I don't know how he got it. I mean, I assume he had rollers in. in now that was me. the serious answer. The, uh, the, uh, DFC answer is he's our president of the United States. Of course. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, we, uh, we remember we that can't... side plot. <laughs> the whole fucking biff is was he the president or the mayor or whatever and it was obviously trump tower and it was like wow somebody yeah. doesn't like donald trump yeah um <laughs> and that was like um, 1989 so 89. yeah that was even, i think that was even before the simpsons actually called that one right i think so simpsons was 89 or 90 i remember I don't think I've said this on the pod. I watched it the night it came out, and I think my mom didn't like it and wasn't going to let us watch it, but then we watched it anyway. And, like, Jesus Christ, it's been on for 30 years or whatever now. It's like, yeah. it can it can come to an end now, please. I. And it's it's weird. Um, again, we we sidebar a lot on this this um, this uh, this podcast, but uh, um, every once in a while, and again, this is another Latin word that we need to come up with. But we do we a lot need of to real come up with. for the one for the ADD cast because that's what I'm yes. uh, running with the <laughs> ADD cast. I don't even know how to Squirrel. say. AD, yeah, I don't even know how to say ADD in in Latin. I I. I I, I could butcher it, but then again, that would be part of that's not how I remember it at some point. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but uh, your uh, your friendly co-host of Darwin's Family Crest actually is an avid Simpsons the 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 the, the Android game uh, player. Hell yeah! Uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> I I am actually on. I've I've actually restarted. I was at one point I was at uh, level like 157 and I broke my phone and I was, I, I didn't have a, I didn't have an EA account. So like I had to start all over again. So it was literally the, it was the effect of just torpedoing my entire town and starting from, from like the Drex. No. Yeah. Did you break the phone because of the game or did you just incidentally break the phone? And no, uh, it was a, um, I think it may have been a, 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 uh, I was eating something salty, like or powdery, uh, like donuts or chips or um, Coke, um, and uh, and I was I was uh, I was playing my game. I was I was playing my game on a Galaxy S3, out of all things. And uh, um, stop me if you've heard this before. I, had, I my slippery fingers just dropped it on a corner and it's spiderweb. Like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Yep. <sighs> um, did I did I tell you this story? My uh, my wife got a. Uh, I guess it's an iPhone 8, and the very same week dropped it on its face, broke the fucking screen. So uh, it waited a good six months. Tax return time came. She took it to one of those kiosks in our mall to get the screen fixed. And they're like, I think this is just the screen protector. And they peeled it up, and it was just the screen protector. So she was for six (laughs) months walking around with a broken fucking phone that was just the glass screen protector. And it was (laughs) – that's that's like something I would do. She's like, oh, my God, I feel so stupid. It's like I think we could all do that, but that's 
kind of funny. She's walking around like John Doe from Seven, cutting off her her uh, her fingerprints. Yeah, exactly. Months straight. <laughs> <laughs> My God, she could have made art or oh, killed people. Jesus, it was a good story though. <laughs> No, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I I really hope she didn't make any Christmas cookies that year though, because no. they would have been unfortunate. Laced um, with glass. Yes. Um, why don't we get into the '90s just real quick? Um, uh, with uh, with grunge, and um, I you know I don't I I just I'm gonna keep it at that because I I almost I almost threw in I mean this this could have been a half hour 45 minutes by itself oh absolutely and not to say we won't later i mean you know i you can make a a a very decent uh round of kings or a drinking game um just going back and forth in a circle of four naming grunge bands and yeah um you know because i think there's a like the the mainstream ones they get a they get a lot of uh you know they they got a lot of airplay um but i mean there are bands that may have never had a single like a band like mud honey coming out coming out of seattle or coming coming out of that that, that washington area yeah um you know that mud honey uh, and tad and the melvins yeah. and fuck the melvins, my god yes oh my god yeah like it's it's weird because i mean you know people people thought if they were listening to underground grunge they were listening to helmet and i'm like are you kidding me are yeah. you kidding me with like, I mean, now don't get me wrong. That's a hell of a place to start. All right. It but, is. It is. But even they got more play than the Melvins. I never heard on the radio at all. Yeah. And they were fucking quality. And as far as I know, they're still touring. So, yeah, I, we're going to get into that here in a little bit too, because I mean, at some point <laughs> we, have start, we have to start talking about bands that, that, that came from, that came within our, and like with our individual, um, inception into this world like because we're about 18 minutes in here and and uh you know again we're, we're just touching the base at the 90s here um so what i what, what i'm seeing is um you know there's you know we're gonna scratch a lot of surfaces here like like as we get further into the 90s because um i you know at some point we have to we have to we have to touch base about the east and west coast hip-hop war oh my uh, god you know, and uh, back back when I cared about rap. Yeah, and and how how important for you know say three like a three year span. How important was Kurt Loder getting your like it was the only news that you cared about right. for like three years straight from like ninety three to just outside of like ninety seven. Yeah, about ninety seven or so. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, how much bad shit did he have to break during that time? Yeah, when was Pac? Pac was '97, right? I think. Well, no, because like Pac happened before Biggie, and I think Biggie happened in. But Biggie February. wasn't much longer. Well, let, let me I, see. I, we should I, we should we should throw a no fact checking during the pod rule <laughs> in here soon because I just keep looking shit up. Wow, he was only Tupac Shakur was only 25 years old. He died in 96, September 96. September 96, and then and then and then I think Biggie died what February of 97, I think. Like I'm it looking. Was, it was a it was it was cold. It was cold out. I know it was cold. I don't know if it was early March, but it was I I think it was February. 
it would help if I could fucking spell notorious. Um, it was March of 97, March of 97. Okay. That's, that's fair. Um, it, sounds it was about still right. cold. I mean, it was still cold yesterday, so I'm sure it was cold that March. You're uh, not was, making that up. It was cold. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I'm sure. I'm sure finding out that information made it ever so slightly more brisk. Um, but uh, it, well, by the way, well, yeah, like we we touched on it last week about uh, me turning 12 the day that they found Kurt, which I'll add was three or four days after the deed and yeah that was definitely kurt loader that day and that was just like a punch to the gut you know yeah i mean, i think um you know i've do you buy into any of the conspiracies that that, that this was that this was premeditated not not and i don't mean i actually don't mean the killings i'm talking about the beef to try to try to drive sales music sales for for the coasts i don't think it was to drive music sales i think they each did each other wrong and weren't happy till the other one was dead you know yeah i and it's it's interesting because there are two there are two people uh and i this is this is a this is a mega tangent i mean this train this truthfully isn't on my well, notes before a tangent then um do you know i'm the biggest metalhead i know and I still think the angriest song I've ever heard in my life was Tupac's Hit Em Up. I just, I, I think that's the angriest song I've ever heard in my life. Really? Because you could tell it was fucking real, you know? It's, it's weird because I, one of the angriest songs that I, that I've ever heard, um, is also, I mean, some, some, some of those guttural, like angry lyrics that I've ever heard are actually hip hop lyrics. Okay. Um, I, I, I think of, I think of the, uh, the, uh, the Biggie and the Eminem song. I think there, there might be one other person on it, but the, uh, but dead wrong yeah. is, I mean, that is, I mean, that's a, that's a guttural, angry song. It, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's a, it, it's, it's, it makes you think that what happened to these, these unfortunate, you know, the, I mean, they're, they're super talented enter, entertainers, but these, these guys, they were all by by all intents and purposes, they were fucking gangsters, dude. Oh yeah, they had to have been. They oh, had yeah. to because I mean, but I, I I don't. And again, I I sort of I I never ever want to get too far away from from the from the music, but it's like it's like I, I, that they were. I think they were both. They're both singles. They're like like they they were they were out there. They were both on the radio. Yeah. And and you know. It's heavily weird. edited it's, of course but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we are what, what could you what could you play literally on <laughs> either one of those songs oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. because <laughs> again it, it might not be the words but the implication it's like yeah motherfucker i'm coming for you you know i fucked your wife is the first thing that he says <laughs> yeah. like whoa yeah this guy's it's, serious <laughs> it's strange too because um i mean i don't want to send you another another fishing ex- expedition but i know you said that uh that um that uh tupac was 25 whenever whenever he was gunned down i'm almost positive that biggie was 26 whenever he was gunned down so they were both just short of that sort of super iconic 27 plateau yeah uh, that that the uh you know the he was the 24 sort of the, years old 
big. He was 24. I knew he was a young man, but I didn't know he was 20 fucking four. God. I'm 13 years removed from that. That's that. Think of all the shit you've done in 13 years, man. Imagine, imagine the height that any of these people that die young could have hit when they were like, I don't know, supernovas in their 20s, you know? Yeah, this was going to come a lot later here, but let's let's talk about those that have lived within within our, you know, within our our parabola of time that we're talking about here. Who do you think that is not here now born during like like during our like during our tenure? Let's say let's say, you know, starting January 1980 and up. Uh, Who who would be like who is the like most missed um entertainer not not around right now i'd have to think about that for a second do you have an answer i'm i'm sort of split in a way but like my my answer is my 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 gut answer is it doesn't land with where i actually feel um it exists, and I and I that's that's I'm sorry, that's super cryptic. I actually think that 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 there was, there could have been some good if Amy Winehouse had 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 survived. Yeah. And and it's and I I sort of think that if because I don't necessarily lump her in with everybody else, but maybe she had the most meteoric and. Uh, you know, sort of like dying sun collapse. Yeah. That 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 anyone sort of of the new ilk of the new generation can actually get get their head wrapped around about. Yeah. And and it's and I, I because again I I sort of I sort of think like I I think okay if Kurt Cobain would have survived could he have prevented the things that we don't like about music nowadays. And my Absolutely answer is probably not. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. No. If Biggie and Dupe, if Biggie and Tupac would have both lived past when they did, would they have lived long enough to have to have like like sort of commiserated what not just not just what rap is now, but I mean, would Eminem be who he is right now? Would Drake be who he is right now? No. Would Little Wayne be who he is right now? No. I don't think so. So, like, I mean, I, but I think, I, I think there's a chance that if Amy Winehouse would still have been around, like in 2019, maybe Post Malone wouldn't be here. Yeah. Maybe. God. Just maybe. Where did they find that guy? I, I can only imagine he was changing a fryer at the In-N-Out Burger. It certainly looks like it. I don't know, dude. I'm looking, but everybody. Uh that it's suggesting for me is like would have died outside of that threshold, but died within our window of still dying young. Like Cornell comes to mind, but he was 50 and yeah. like, uh, Lane Staley comes to mind. And it's, I don't know. It's just the satellite around my life is the grunge. All of our grunge rockers are dying off and it's just, you know, Chester Bennington died way too fucking young. I don't think he was done. Yeah, I. But you're not a Lincoln Park fan, and I know that. 
um, it's did you hear my heavy sigh? Uh, I did, in fact. It seemed like you fucking heard that heavy sigh. What a dick. I felt Um, it from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you something. Um, Just real quick, because you're you're about I mean, you're 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 younger than me. Um, Do you know how old you are in dog years? Negative. Not offhand. Is it seven or nine years for every human year? Seven. All right. Well, I'll do the math real quick. No, why? Why do that? I, look, I've, I'm obviously asking you this because I know you are 259 years. Dog. Copy that. <laughs> because okay. I'm, I'm 266 years in dog years. Okay. And um, you know, it's it sort of. It sort of brings up it brings a couple things up here. Uh, first off, um, if we're talking about other, you know, if we're talking, I don't know, I wouldn't call us old dogs or anything like that. But um, if you want to go that route, Snoop Dogg is 329 in dog years. Yeah. Shizzle. And uh, DMX is 336 in dog years. Arr, arr. <laughs> uh, I, I, so we're not the oldest dogs in the yard, if you will. True. Uh, so. Um, Although, uh, looking down, I may be the husky of the group. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Okay. So, I mean, but now that I'm on this, I mean, I'm sort of on this, this, um, this topic here of, um, uh, actually let me not get too far, too far away from this. Um, when, where you grew up, how important was it? to have um like when you were when you were at a developing age how important was it to have like name brand stuff for me it was a non-issue because i wasn't gonna have name brand shit i was pretty much born into being an outcast and had hand-me-downs from pretty much day one so but you, I mean, I, I, you didn't have an older brother. You have a younger brother, don't you? No, no. But we had family, and we had a friend that would hand down his clothes too. And it was like, even at six or seven, when I was getting hand-me-downs from my peer at school, I'm like, man, we must be poor. <laughs> yeah. Um. We, you know, we, and we run into issues that that in, in that way because you know you look at you look at what other people have and, you know, I don't know if I don't know about you, but I had friends that, you know, they, they knew that I didn't have the same like opportunities that they did. Absolutely. In terms of having things and stuff like that. And, you know, they'd even offer up, you know, they'd be like, Hey, you know, because you know, growing up as a teen in the, the, the mid nineties, I mean, it was, it was so important to have a nice pair of shoes and, I had super young parents and, and, and it's weird. Um, you know, they couldn't afford anything. And then the fucked up thing is, is that my dad, as one of his jobs, he worked at a fucking shoe plant. Okay. Ugh. Believe it or not, they had a domestic shoe plant. Um, like yeah, there's one the, right over the mountain from here too. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's wild. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a distribution plant, but I mean, it, it he still, he got a hell of a discount and might I add, I mean, you know, not that I blame him because again, whenever I was, you know, when I was, you know, 12, 13, 14, you know, I was, you know, my, my dad's 18 years and five days older than me. 
So, I mean, and my mom is barely 15 years older than me. So I basically had two fucking, I had an older brother and an older sister that wanted shit as bad as I did. Yep. And, and in the long run, like, you know, if my dad wanted a pair of Jordans, I mean, it was going to be his raw money getting him, you know, but if I wanted one, I had to, you know, I would have to pony up. I had one pair of Jordans. I got them in 1993 and, um, I got to tell you, it was, it was so important. It was so important to just have a good pair of shoes. And the, the pair that I, the pair of shoes that I had prior to, to those, like to those Jordans, they came from fucking Kmart. And, um, you know, so the people that saw me in a pair of Jordans, they thought that I rolled somebody for them. They literally thought that I, that I want to bet or, or cause I was, I mean, I was tall. I wasn't a, I, I was a, tall kid but i wasn't a uh, like a, a muscular kid and you know i think we talked about this before we've chron- chronicled this already but uh the the kids with the speech impediments they typically didn't uh they, they weren't r- running the yard at that point yeah. uh, so I, I wasn't beating anybody's ass for for um um a pair, a pair of, of uh, shoes yeah yeah for, for when they would just turn around and take them back <laughs> right yeah which they um, again they, and they would probably they they would meet very very uh uh, little resistance with that yeah. um i mean and at that point i mean it's the 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 year that i got them i mean for god's sakes they had fucking fuchsia in them i mean my god i mean i at very least i would have picked a year that that you know they didn't have um a color and that would be better suited for um somebody that didn't want to get their ass beat on a regular basis so yeah. um but i mean like i said for what it's worth i mean i I lived and died by like drinking Gatorade and like, and like watch like, like watching these Michael Jeffrey Jordan commercials. They were big. They were big for me. I mean, I, yeah. I, I remember like, like I think, I think for that solid decade, I drank nothing but citrus cooler. Cause that's all that, that, that Jordan drank. And it's, it, it's, it's weird being a white kid looking up to, you know, a, like a superior, like, like athlete, um, who you literally have nothing in common with. You, I, I have nothing in common with him. No, but he was a, he was a God to all of us. He, the non-athletic, the, you know, fuck. He was one of those athletes that transcended everything. Yeah. And, and I, I, I was sort of kind of, I was wondering how, how that would hit you because I, I know you're not much of a sports buff, but I wondered, I wondered if I was if, really into the NBA back then. I, yeah. I mean, it's hard not to be a Bulls fan, right? I mean, at oh that point. Oh, my God. I think – and it was definitely like a pile on fucking, um, hey, this team is really good. Jordan and Pippen and Rodman and all of these guys are fucking good. I think I'm a Bulls fan, you know? And <laughs> they just kept collecting championships, and it's like, oh, man, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm at the I'm at a sick point where I definitely I I mean, you know, you know the 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 current um the current coach of the Golden State Warriors was their deep threat, their three point shooter Steve Kerr played with uh, Michael Jordan. I uh, got a got a ring with him. That's awesome. In '98, yeah. Um, but it's it, it's crazy. I mean, I there's a period, and I watch zero basketball right now, but. I could I I could name the starting five and probably five deep on the bench um, for every championship that uh, yep. that Michael Jordan had. Yeah. And and it's 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 no joke. I mean it's 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 crazy to talk about um, 
not being uh like like not being a basketball fan these days i mean i'll watch it if i have to um i mean there was I, just I, something about it in the early to mid 90s man there was just yeah. something about it i mean like i uh i collected basketball cards in those days and i had like entire sets i had a fucking shack rookie i had a jordan rookie i had a north carolina jordan card like i still yeah. to this day don't know whatever happened to them I suspect yeah. they walked away somewhere, but, um, yeah, I had some pretty nice cards. Also, as far as Nikes, I didn't have a pair of Nikes until I was 16 years old and they were factory seconds. I got from a super shoes or something in the most neutral sand color ever. And, uh, the artsy friend that I told you about in one of these episodes, Caitlin, that was like the first after we did the vans that was like the first pair that we really went nuts on and they went like day glow green day glow yellow and yeah <laughs> i remember uh i don't know kids kids thought i was fucking out of my mind thankfully i didn't catch an ass kicking for it or anything but i, I don't know i just i felt like a clown mentally so i figured i would look like one too you know Sure. Um, uh, my wife used to tell me about how um, uh, uh, Kmart used to sell um, a pair of um, they were they were like knockoff Adidas's. And uh, uh, whenever whenever her mom used to, you know, she she would work there. It, it was I'm sorry, it was either Kmart or Ames. I, 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 I forget the the actual department store, but they were they were not legitimate. But um, every uh, every time she would get a new pair of those, I think she said she had two or three of them. She would color in one of those stripes. So they actually look like Adidas <laughs> from a distance. If you were nice. big enough, like like if you were a, like a, you know, a, 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 a non tapered enough pair of pants. Yeah. Um, you'd have to, you'd have to look real hard. You'd have to be able to sort those out. Um, which I, I is, was wildly creative, but I think I said, I, I think the pair of the pair of shoes that I had prior to me getting, um, my Jordan sixes were, um, they were a, a, a brand called nucleus. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I've probably never heard of that. You know, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, nucleus. I, I yeah, um, that's. I mean, it's it, like those are those are um, they're shoes that kind of kind of put me in perspective in a way for a second because it. <laughs> um, I I had a I, again I I told you like wearing the secondhand stuff like I got bullied a bunch not to mention that I mean on top of like stuttering like I was a nervous anxious fucking kid and mm-hmm. like I like to, like to a point like it's no wonder I actually had a teacher that I wasn't picking up cursive all that well in second grade, the fucking teacher bullied me because, and, and sent me to the principal's office. Get because, out of here. Yeah. Really? Because I was, yeah. Cause I was having a breakdown because I couldn't, uh, um, I, I think I, I uh, there was a letter that I, I couldn't fucking pick up. I, I don't remember what, which cursive one it was. Z. Yeah. Something it's, cursive Q. I still don't know yeah. if I remember how to make that. Yeah, I mean, it probably was a cue because, I mean, I, I did. I would go down. I'd be sitting in the principal's office, uh, it, like, on the outside of it, like, trying to get myself calmed down, uh, you know, just to try to explain what the hell was going on and what, you know, 
and it's it's weird my it was one of the few times that my mom actually like this he she was ready to beat the hell out of this woman for uh um you know for making for, such uh, a big deal out of it well i mean it's it's not and just look that, at where cursive writing is gone now it's just non-fucking-existent anymore well if you i yeah if you put things in perspective i mean this woman made it seem like that I, I was I couldn't remember my social security number like I was going to need this shit for everything later on down the line. Yeah. And and when I think of it now, like I hope I, I mean, I don't say this too often and I God help me. I mean, I, I'm I'm not a mean or negative person, but for what she put me through, I hope that, that, that my second grade teacher is as dead as cursive writing is in yeah. in, in, in reality. I mean, now that's fucked up to do to anybody, but especially it, with somebody like obviously suffering with a speech impediment and everything too it's like hey man i already got the fucking cards stacked against me could you maybe chill on the cursive cue you know crazy too because like i mean i hammered everything else at that point i'm sure you did i mean i i dude like i said i already knew what was working against me like i didn't need to be reminded by the top of the food chain no and and it's it's amazing how predatory kids are but i don't often hear stories of the teachers doing it too that's fucked yeah and I, again like i said i i don't i'm not trying to you know this isn't this isn't the lifetime movie network this is fucking darwin's family crest yeah. and, um, and and like i said i i i i've done and lived long past the adversity that i've had thrown in front of me um so i mean again like i said this this is just one more triumph that i'm that i'm experiencing here um you know getting a chance to entertain and uh hopefully entertain um you know hopefully bring a little bit of a a little bit of joy to people's lives yeah i i hope others can commiserate others can at least uh see a little fraction of themselves in us because it's funny we lived 150 miles whatever away from each other two totally different school districts and everything and there's so many parallels you know between predatory kids or shitty teachers or all of that you know you can live a parallel life with somebody you don't meet until 20 years later yeah and you know i think i think we talked about this a a couple times before like sometimes Sometimes our goal is just is to get, you know, we want to we want people to laugh. We want people to enjoy the program. Um, But I think a lot of times when we when we're actually talking about our lives and that kind of thing, we want we we really want to connect. We want to reach people because um, if we're going to get as nostalgic as we do, um, we want to draw people in with. Um, our experience and to try to find like minded individuals and, uh, you know, just I, I, like I said, whether whether it's the uh, the, um, you know, the Easter special that we did the other day or, um, you know, just not knowing what a you know, what a good movie is or, you know, just I mean, anything, anything that we really bring up, you know, just, uh, re, re, you know, you know, religion, religious confusion, stuff like that, like, yeah. Mixed, mixed signals uh, that, that that you're getting from adults and stuff like that. Um, it's just it's you know like I said we'd we'd sooner we'd sooner reach and I, I don't want to get too dry here but um no well uh, this seems like a good time to plug the uh, we 
just made an email address. If you have any questions, comments, advice, something you'd want us to cover, dfcpod at gmail.com is our email, and we check it regularly. So uh, if you have any anything to input, if you want to shout out on the show, just let us know, and we'll uh, do what we can. Yeah, we'd be happy to make we'd be happy to make your uh, your questions a component, um, as long as you're okay with us. Uh, maybe potentially, you know, rambling the fuck rant. on about it. Yeah, <laughs> going yeah, way yeah, left field. Yeah, ranting off of it. Um, uh, and we're we're at a we're at a crossroads here at the 44 minute mark here. Um, I I, I discussed earlier um, that that um, you know to to get through 40 years. Um, this would this could be arduous in a way. Um, because well, do you do you remember when uh, we started pitching the show to each other and we uh, I don't know we had like bullet points and shit and it's like well this seems like it might only be 15 minutes of content and then I don't know even the the first time we started talking it's like wow we really can riff off of this a little bit better and fill a little more content this might be a multi part episode I think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, are you getting that vibe right now? Well, I mean, I know you're wanting to peel the can of worms open, but I don't know if we're going to have, God, that's at least another hour we could riff on just that, you know, like, yeah, I, I potentially, I, potentially we might, we might, um, we may run a little short, um, on our normal content for this, for this particular, um, uh, can if you will um but uh uh you know just like from the 90s we can uh we can just uh click snap that uh that that uh that can back closed and we can put the pop right back in the refrigerator and it'll be just as fresh as it was whenever you first popped in the first place oh yeah man so you remember glass soda bottles uh i absolutely do i was a (laughs) pro at opening them by the way are we becoming the uh, fucking Memberberry podcast or what? <laughs> actually, I I don't I I hope you follow them. I I mean actually no, <sighs> we'll stop right there. Um, because I know um, and again this is gonna be your floor because I all I do is deep sigh. Um, Memberberries has been doing nothing but like absolutely liberally lobbing out um, uh, Game of Thrones spoilers. Oh, that is beautiful. Uh, on, is on, it? On, on Facebook, uh, that's all they've been doing. All they've been doing. I mean, subtle. Oh my God, that's beautiful. <laughs> subtle and and uh, if if you if you like if you like what if you like that aspect of it, you are going to I just absolutely love what they did for for, for April Fool's Day. Oh um, my God, that's great. Yeah, they actually uh, they they actually said that uh, that Comedy Central uh, 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 pitched the FCC about about how uh, they're. Uh, uh, their Facebook channel or their Facebook feed is, uh, is, is a breach of contract, uh, for what they were actually going to offer. And they were going to have to shut down and start doing cooking, uh, cooking segments. Oh my God. <laughs> so they're going to start doing member berry recipes. Oh my um, God. And, and just, just how, I mean, I, again, in a non altered state in any way, shape or form, I didn't know that it wasn't true. Um, until I probably a couple of days cause they went dark for a couple of days <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know if they were doing. I didn't know if they were shopping. I didn't oh mean, I, shit! That's great. I had no idea if they were shopping recipes at that point, and like, uh, you know, they were 
<laughs> I didn't know, dude. It's real talk. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, I, it's it's a good follow. I I mean, again, I I'm not getting this isn't sponsored content here at all. Um, but uh, yeah, if if you guys want an interesting follow and uh, uh, you like you like pissing at everybody, everybody's cheering you. Oh shit! That's my alarm. That means it's pop quiz time. <laughs> Did you recognize the song? I um is that the pop quiz because I don't want to go home. No, no, it's oh. the X Men cartoon theme from the nineties. Fuck, I loved that show. I didn't. I did not recognize it. Um, and, it, uh, it probably sounded like dog shit because I was literally holding my phone up to the mic. But I might just pipe that in post pro. I don't know. Depending what it sounds like, I'm gonna. I'm going to check that out. Anyhow, uh, Pop Quiz. Pop Quiz. First metal album you ever owned. I, now, owned mean I bought or I procured in some way? Um, mine was procured, and I'll tell you how mine was. Um, let's just call it the first metal album you ever had in your possession. My first one, and I may have even touched on this briefly, was... Uh, Ozzy Osbourne's No More Tears, which I think was 91 or something. Um, it was kind of a middle-of-the-road Ozzy solo album, but it had some real Scorcher songs on it. But I, it was one of the first CDs I ever owned, too. Uh, older neighbor, who was like bad influence in the town, um, he wanted to borrow one of my Sega Genesis games, which... I think it was called Zero Tolerance. It's one of them that fell through the cracks of any popularity or importance or any kind of uh, remember this game. But he uh, he borrowed my Zero Tolerance game and said I could borrow the Aussie CD. And the end of that story is I never got the video game back, but I got a lifelong love for heavy metal music because of it so i think it was a fair price to pay because it was kind of scuzzy what he did but in the long run i still listen to that album and i've long since forgot what that fucking game was like it was like a it was a bad doom wolfenstein clone in the sega genesis days so wow i yeah because i i owned a sega probably for longer than most people should have and me too I never played that game. Um, I was stuck on Streets of Rage uh, for a while. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, but that's not the question. Um, my um, my first um, – the first album that I – the first metal album that I procured um, was the Black Album by Metallica. Um, and it was it – was because I had grabbed the – in, in my own right, I grabbed the wrong album. Um, and my dad was a, he had a CD, he had probably one of the first, um, I don't know, four or 500 CD players in Pennsylvania. I would imagine. Wow. Um, expensive I, I, as shit then, I guess. Yeah. I, and it was, I mean, and, and he had like, um, I, I, I mean, again, I, everything is, everything now is like sort of like, but like, like louder and, but smaller and, um, you know, more powerful and stuff like that. And, uh, he had these four foot speakers, 
Um, he had an equalizer controlling them. You know, everything was running through this thing. Um, he had he had red and yellow wires just 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 pumping out like I mean, like let's put jet engine and chainsaw decibels put together um, uh, in our basement. Um, and then uh, originally, originally on our, in our, in our first house, whenever I, we, um, uh, he ended up having to replace this, this stuff because, uh, we were, um, our house was vandalized in, uh, in 89 and, uh, they, they took a bunch of his records, which was a good thing. Um, <laughs> why, why was it uh, good? Uh, because he was, um, uh, uh, he and my mom had a shared sense of music, so, uh, during during that time, um, so when they took the uh, when they took the uh, the the standing bow speakers, they also took um, a lot of uh, a lot of the remnants of what uh, my dad's interest in Peter Cetera was. Um, <laughs> so, so so there was a there was a lot of Chicago that left the house. Yeah. Um, which which I, I, again and I'm sure probably lit him up because I mean again LPs in 1989 were were uh, you know again they were getting phased out but they were still expensive as all get out yeah so um, but he re, he rebuilt and actually built in um, to our the, the next house we lived in and he kept all the components behind a locked door and uh, um, but I, at the same time he I, I was I was surprised because it, it, the uh, the stereo system that I had had a five disc changer and he was still just running a single disc changer and he he insisted that it sounded better and wow. uh, the first the first time that I heard um, like I, I guess a truly inspired like like metal song was when I, the first time I heard one uh, through that like through that uh, through his component system yeah and, i mean and I, I i mean i mean the 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 pre uh the pre-music uh like rumbles and grumbles that are going on of a, of a of a war zone and stuff like that um that was that was all i mean it was hanging off felt, the walls and shit that's awesome yeah 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 you felt it i mean and it's it's weird because he had that thing and he also had a bobblehead collection so it was like the bobbleheads were like all like into the shit too because they're all just fucking moving their heads at the same time you know (laughs) they were it was wild um in a way but um uh i and 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 it was one of those things where you know this was this was in the you know the infancy of me understanding that you know uh, uh bands don't put all of their favorite songs on this on one album yeah. So, um, I, I thought I had grabbed, um, the, uh, the, I thought I had grabbed, essentially I didn't realize that I, uh, I grabbed the black album instead of injustice for all. And I feel like if I would have grabbed injustice for all, I might not be the same, um, uh, advocate of metal that I am today because I get to appreciate, um, so much more depth of it i mean because it's that that album is is i mean it's it's more than sad but true oh, um yeah. it's 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 i mean that would you say that's probably that that, that album's probably five or six songs deep i mean that have just been released yeah I think, roughly yeah, give or take yeah give or take yeah like i mean i i would say i would say three or four on the low end but i think i i think we're right around five um 
and that was that was one of the that was one of many that I actually took. And it's weird because when we moved, um, it was like it was like when my like like after like he had changed like he had changed after he had he had his his stuff taken from him, and he started listening to like like heavy stuff like heavier stuff than like stuff that i could even tolerate like like in 94 95 he's like listening to like death angel and like uh, and yeah he's i I mean just i I mean some of the stuff actually i mean it 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 bordered on you know it was intolerable for me because i mean they're basically hair bands that are just living on distortion at that point yeah yeah you know because I mean, it's not it's not being done well, you know what I mean. But yeah. it was it was it was heavy for the sake of it. And um, speaking I, of, if uh, if you ever feel the need to listen to death metal, and this is beyond, it, it makes no logical sense to me. But everything that Brendan Small has put out under either Galacticon or Death Clock is the most accessible death metal you'll ever hear, but it went from like a cartoon parody band to these are pretty fucking intense albums. Like I have non-ironically bought every single thing he's put out since the first Death Clock album. Cause like like I said, it started as a joke. And the song, the lyrics and the content and stuff are still kind of funny, but it's still like it actually unironically gave me a love for some death metal like it's it's weird it's like wow okay if it can be done in this professional of a level i think i might like some don't get me wrong and i mean there's metal elitists out there that would fucking castrate me for saying this there's bands out there that are intolerable and unlistenable fucking cannibal corpse one of the most popular are awful yeah. They're just terrible. I can't fucking listen to it, man. It's like I'm literally driving a stake into my ear. It's terrible. Yeah. I, it's where do you bring up Cannibal Cannibal Horse because uh my uh my wife's ex is actually opening for a band that is opening for Cannibal or is 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 playing for a band that's opening for Cannibal Corpse this summer. Nice. Um yeah, uh, I, I I don't know what his name his, his band's name is, but his name is Joe Bonadio, and um, this is a seriously talented uh, guitar player that uh-huh. uh, uh, that has no business um, opening for a largely Cannibal talented corpse. band. <laughs> since, since, since since we're on, um, and again we're at the we're at the 58 minute mark here at Darwin's Family Crest. Um, I I want to throw out just one more uh, a, a sort of unknown band that i I, but uh, because we're on heavy metal right now and this was sort of a happy accident um we went i about i don't know about 2006 2007 it could have been 2008 i went to an all ages show that was supposed to be a solid state show which which is largely um like tooth and nail people they're um or tooth and nail bands they're they're religious they tend to have um you know a, a certain sound to them but you know without being you know, like, you know, we're rocking for Christ, you know, oh, yeah. um, and, and and then there was this band that clearly was not on that label. And I didn't find that out till afterwards. They were called the Handshake Murders. OK. And and the Handshake Murders, like they put it out there very, very clearly that they were not along for the solid state ride. Yeah. Um, the uh, 
Um, the lead singer was a they're for their band from Arkansas. Uh, they are a big old grizzly group. I mean, they literally look like they could start for the Razorbacks. Um, and 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 they're the they're they're back. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a they're a big group. They're a did he big come set. out with the death metal growl and stuff? I mean, yeah, I, it's uh, they're, 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 go get uh, after this, after this, you could do worse to either go on iTunes or go on to YouTube and listen to their, their album usurper. Um, uh, that's U S U, uh, per, um, surper, uh, usurpers. I, I don't know. F- fucking figure it out. Whatever. Um, uh, but, but this guy, this guy was drinking a half gallon of screwdriver mix, uh, in between songs. And I mean, he was like, ah, I mean, like everything. I mean, like, like he was literally gargling with bleach and then just blowing his fucking throat out. Um, And again, this it was different from everything that I saw that night because I also saw uh, like Norma Jean opened up and and uh, the chariot played before them and and i'm not gonna lie like they are two bands that they were the two bands i went there for yeah. and and i i ended up leaving a bigger fan of the handshake murders than either one of of the bands i heard although again they fucking hammered it and and again there's a there's another album if you guys are interested in that sort of like that metalcore that emo core that sort of sort of sound uh the anti-mother uh album by norma jean is just it's nasty um uh it's solid through and through it's one of the ones that i definitely would have gotten through or i would have gotten to if we hadn't run out of time um on uh, episode five of the front to back uh, towards the end of the the episode of the front to back uh, albums that you got to listen to um, I found the handshake murders on i or uh apple music i downloaded yeah. it to listen to later yeah you know while you're over there you might as well go pick up uh if not for me's album capture the current because they are graciously allowing us to use their song still frame as the intro and outro of our song and i can't thank them enough man it's just a hell of a way to start the show yep and go see them live june 8th at the chameleon club water street lancaster this is darwin's family crest and i believe this is quarter quarter uh, help me out there. QED, Quadirot Demonstratum. Quadirot Demonstratum. Quickly enter dicks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright, uh, we'll see you guys next time. It's a Latin mic drop. Cheers, guys. Without ending the call, last time I, what am I doing? There we go.